hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of She Speaks Stories. This is Katie. And this is Julia. We're so excited to be with you again. And uh, if you've been listening to our new fall series, you know we're trying to share shorter stories which is hard <laughs> for us because we love to gab and we yes. love guests that love to gab um yeah. but the idea that we all have multiple face stories and sometimes there are different types of stories that we talked about that yeah a conversion story an affirmation story a transformation story well we have a very, very special guest with us today. One of our absolute favorite returning guests yes. and authors, yeah. Roberta Damon, who has written like five books and so graciously mailed them all to me. And, yes. uh, and me, <laughs> she sent me a, a copy too. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> And uh, we loved hearing from her. If you want to go back and hear one of her episodes, she loves to teach the Bible and stories mm -hmm. of women from the Bible. And yes. the book I'm reading of hers right now, Dear Abishag, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, <laughs> uh, but Letter to Little Known Women of the Bible. Anyway, she's a fabulous um, chatter. She has her doctorate in family and marriage counseling did that for years and years she is a missionary um and you know what she's just turning into be an amazing friend of our little she speaks stories podcast so i, I, Roberta, I, I tell you what kate listen you stick around long enough like i have and you get to do a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'm i'm counting the months until my 89th birthday and oh. so it's coming up in January. And so anyway, uh, we're I'm so delighted to be back with you all. And it's wonderful to hear your sweet voices. You you mm. just you sound so full of life and it's so wonderful to hear you. And so I'm <laughs> delighted to be back. <laughs> and we're great. Anytime you're ready, I am. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's hear some stories. <laughs> all right. Are you are you ready? We, we are, ready. are ready and we're not even going to have leading questions or anything because Roberta, we know you have some great stories to share. Yes, she's a oh, pro. Well, bless your heart. Well, here we go. Okay. Uh, my husband, Bill. Uh, yeah. Ready? <laughs> yeah. My husband, Bill, was born and he grew up in Amarillo, Texas. His family were faithful members of First Baptist Church there. And Bill had friends and mentors. And among them was a man named Morris Cobb. Morris was an attorney and a member of the Texas legislature. He was also a deacon, and he was a member of the board that governed the Foreign Mission Board of the Southern Baptist Convention. So when he married Winona, they made a covenant to, for sure, if no one else will go and tell a lost world about Jesus, you and I will do it. And to, for sure, became their motto. As they followed through the years, uh, they did evangelistic work, I mean, around the world. Wow. Uh, it was in 1980, Bill and I were serving as Southern Baptist missionaries in South Brazil. Bill and Morris has, had stayed in touch, and uh, Morris told Bill that they would be happy to come to our city. So Bill oh, began good. to plan. He, he asked all the prospective team members to write out their own personal testimony, how they had come to know the Lord. He collected them. 
he had them translated into Portuguese so that each participant would have copies to give to interested Brazilians along the way. And Bill arranged translators to act as interpreters. And every Baptist pastor and deacon in our city became part of our team. Every Texas team member paid for their own plane ticket. While they were in our city, they stayed in a hotel at their own expense. And finally, they arrived. Seventeen people from First Baptist Church in Amarillo came with one intention, and of course, that was to proclaim salvation through Jesus. Uh, Bill had lined up the cooperation of churches in the area. We were ready. And I was honored to be Winona Cobb's interpreter. In sharing her own testimony, yeah, Winona would speak a sentence in English, and I would follow with the translation into Portuguese. And her story was a heartbreaker. She had lost a husband to combat during World War II. They had a child. She married again. And her second husband died of cancer. Much later, she met and married Morris Cobb, and they began their missionary travels. The first time I translated her story, I was overcome with emotion. I almost couldn't get through it. It was so sad. The next time through, it was easier. By the third time, I was able to tell Winona, you can just stay home and I'll tell your story. By that way, we can just skip the English and get directly to the Portuguese. So it was a, a, a very small joke, you know. But, but, but we're working through, through an interpreter is a great way to gather an interested crowd. Uh, after our presentation, people would come up and say, I have a sister who doesn't know the Lord. Could you come with me to her house and tell her about Jesus? And, of course, we could, and we did. So for a week, we worked. And then on Saturday, we had a cold snap. Uh, our city, Curitiba, is far enough, uh, close enough to the southern hemisphere and in the southern hemisphere that it can get cold. In fact, uh, once every 50 years, uh, Curitiba, our city, gets a smattering of snow. So uh, all of the team members, I know, it's amazing. You think about Brazil and the tropics and all of that, but we were far in the south. Yeah, sometimes I remember standing in church singing, and you could see your own breath. It was that cold, you know. So anyway, all the team members that decided to take a break that day, but Winona and I decided to brave the cold and continue our work. So we went to a small church in a poor neighborhood uh, out on the edge of town, And we found a woman who was cleaning the church. And I said to her, "Um, do you know someone in the neighborhood who is not a Christian? And she said, well, Senor Benedito is a member of our church, but he hasn't been to worship in a long time. His wife is not a Christian. I know where they live, and I can take you there. So the three of us got in my Jeep that I was driving, and uh, we were on a dirt road. We sent chickens squawking in all directions. I'll never forget that drive. And suddenly, the lady that we picked up at the church said, stop, there's been Senor Benedito on his bicycle. So I stopped the Jeep, and I jumped out, and I approached the man. And you, uh, the, a woman always asks permission of a man uh, if it's going to involve his wife. So I said, Senor Benedito, and he said, yes. And I said, my name is uh, Roberta. And by the way, I never liked my name in English, Roberta, according to my Tennessee cousins. And so, but when I got to Brazil, I became a Roberta. Isn't oh, that so much. Yeah, it's oh, fancy. Oh, so romantic. Isn't that, isn't that <laughs> yeah, nice? I like it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, I said, I have a friend here from the United States, and we've come to talk to your wife about Jesus. Would that be okay? And uh, he said, yes, and I'll meet you at the house. So we arrived. The house was small and simple. We entered. We saw the house was only one room. And there was a double bed. A hammock was slung over it where the children slept. There was a kitchen chair, 
a small table and not much more. Uh, Benedito's wife was sitting on the bed and she had two neighbor ladies, one on one side, one on the other. And I introduced myself and the two women with me. And I explained that Winona had come all the way from the United States to tell people about Jesus. Um, And so Winona told her own experience of accepting Christ and presented the plan of salvation. And all three of those women accepted the Lord. And then Benedito, Benedito picked up a framed photograph of a young woman. And he said to me, he said, do you know this young woman? I was astounded. I said, yes, that's Ivanita. She's a student of mine at our Bible Institute where I teach. And Benedita said, a year ago, I was drunk on homebrew. He said, my wife was drunk. I had fed the drink to my children. Mm-hmm. I had a knife in my raised hand with the intention of killing my wife. When I heard someone clapping at the door, they don't ring a doorbell there. They clap. He said, I ran out knife in hand. I was ready to kill whoever it was. And your student stood in my yard. She held her Bible up high, and he said, I fell to my knees weeping. She told me about Jesus. I accepted him that day, and I was baptized the next week. And then Benedito looked at me, and he said, God sent you here today. When you saw me on my bicycle, I was leaving home for good. Life has been so hard. But now that my wife has Jesus in her heart, maybe things will be better. And then he said again, Yes, God sent you to our house today. That night, uh, we attended worship services in that little church. The three women who accepted Jesus that day walked the aisle, made their public professions of faith. And Benedito and his little boy sang a duet. It was awful. It sounded like somebody was calling the hogs. I'm not kidding. But I looked at Winona with my eyebrows. Yeah, I know. I looked at Winona with my eyebrows raised, and she shook her head, and she smiled, and she said to me, in God's ears, it sounds like the music of the heavenly choirs. Oh. Three days, I know it, isn't that sweet? Three oh, days later, yeah. the Texans left you know, to go home to Amarillo. And our son, by the way, Paul, who is now 61 years old, but he was 17 at the time of this story. And he had made friends with a 17-year-old Brazilian boy who worked in the hotel where the Texans had stayed. Paul won him to the Lord. And the day after the Texans left, that young man came to our door, and Paul opened the door and invited him in. And the teenager said, Paul, can your mother come and tell my mother about Jesus? She could, and she did. That day, nine more people came to know the Lord as Savior. And we always end by saying, to God be the glory, right? Oh, Roberta. So... Uh, I'm speechless because I know it, it's um I love I love that story and and it and it happened and I'm 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 so grateful to the Lord that um, I was present when it happened and so uh, I've got one more story that I really well, want to share with you. So let, me just, okay. let me just make a comment about that story to our listeners, Roberta. All right. um, I love that you shared about. People just simply sharing their own conversion story. Yes. Explain yes. Uh-huh. the power of Jesus Christ and how he loves us and wants to save us by simply just sharing their story. And and Roberta, yeah. we didn't really tell you that we were doing this new theme in advance about trying to share conversion stories. And yet listen to the simplicity of how God used um, your your friends from Texas to come down 
and then used you to simply say, hey, my friend came to tell you about Jesus and That's to, right. to That's share right. our own conversion story. Because listeners- And, and you know, it, we we had no intention of trying to make Baptists out of them. My goodness. I remember a wonderful Catholic lady who said, I'm, I am a believer, but I am not uh, an evangelical believer, you know. And, right. and I remember Winona said to her, you know, you, you don't have to leave your church. You can stay where you are. But as long as you have accepted Christ personally as your Savior, right. then you know you have eternal, eternal safety, and uh, eternal life. Absolutely. So, yeah. it, it, wrestling yeah. people in a, in a foreign country to do things the American way or be a certain denomination. Right. Oh. But preceding... Yeah. Christ in the most beautiful, simple way. Just tell your own story. Yeah. And that Christ. That's right. I I love that yeah. so much because part of why we're doing this whole thing, listeners, is to encourage each one of you. You know how we always say your story matters. Yeah. And yes. you have faith stories. Does. Each one of you has a faith story. We need to get out and yes. share them. Look what can happen. And look, think of all yeah. the excuses that we tell ourselves before we share our story. Oh, it would be awkward yeah. or I have to walk all the way there. And here we are having people pay their way to go to another country where they tell a story that's mm-hmm. not even in the same language as their native tongue. That's right. And yet you and said, yet God takes God, it and uses it. Yes. Right. And you said in yeah. that story, yeah. God sent you to our house today. So if God is sending Isn't you. Isn't that amazing? Was- yeah, the Holy Spirit is nudging you that yeah. you need to be faithful and obedient and share your story. I and love the that. other thing is, I mean, obviously, God using you to bring joy and life, you yeah. and and your team um, to others. But the joy you get in return for being part oh, of my goodness. marvelous work. Yeah. Y'all, as a part of that team, there were two um, college-age girls, and they brought their guitars with them. And I had never at that time heard the song, Freely, Freely. Do you you know it? Freely, freely, you have received. Freely, freely, give. Go in my name, and because you believe, others will know that I live. It's, it's sweet. It's simple. But yes. they 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 sat in they sat in our Bible Institute auditorium, played their guitars and sang. And I thought that's it's so simple, isn't it? It's yeah. not difficult. It's just simply share what has happened to you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And let the Holy Spirit do the rest. Yeah. yeah. Hey, friends. Julia here. Hey, did you know that She Speaks Stories has a newsletter? Yeah, we do. To subscribe to it, just head over to our website, shespeaksstories.com. We are also on socials, so you can find us on Facebook and Instagram by just searching She Speaks Stories. We post and share all kinds of fun things. So following us is a great way to stay connected and updated on all of that fun. We just love our story community, and we hope you can join in on the sharing of stories because, as you know, we say all the time, stories change lives.
Okay, listeners. Oh, wow. If if you could see Julie and I just beaming after <laughs> uh, being with our friend Roberta. Oh my gosh. We just love her. She's a, such a wealth of wisdom. And yes. that story, uh, oh my goodness. If you're not convinced that our conversion stories are super important and we right. need out in the world and share them. I I know I am. I am so much more highly motivated after listening to that. I know because we don't know what that story like is entering the way that she said they were just going to this house. They didn't know about all the badness that was going on in the house before they entered it and told that story. So in the same way, we don't know the necessarily the person that we're sharing our story with what baggage they have, how our story is going to impact their story to a potential conversion right there. And we're not saying that we have any control of that either. The Holy Spirit is the one that does that and moves. We just need to be obedient in sharing our story. And yeah, the motivation that hearing other conversion stories, it's motivating me. It's us, you know, we're getting motivated just hearing that. Just hearing that. Yeah. And yeah, the, the power so listeners, yeah. we we hope you enjoyed Roberta and we hope that you got affirmed that stories change lives and that your story really does matter. So tune in next time and we love you. Okay, bye. bye.